Bro, every conversation I ever have starts fucking amazingly. Oh yeah, especially yeah, yeah, if yeah. I initiated. Yeah. How do they like? This sounds, this, sounds like a, this sounds like a skill issue on your end, Cap. Yeah, yeah, the professional talent. Yeah, skill issue, dude. Look, yeah, I got all of you guys smiling immediately. Mm, mm. <laughs> okay, where's it go from here, though? Are you a expert conversation middle player or just uh, just landing face? I feel like it's just like Dora. I just run in, I do some stupid shit, I die, and then I let you guys figure it out. I see, I see. <laughs> Tree and protector of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the cold open down flat, but that's all he goes from there. He just breaks the ice, and then he's like, all right, guys, you guys take down the rest. Yeah. He's like all a right, magician so... at company parties. <laughs> <laughs> so how have you guys been since uh, TI? Like, uh, I would say both of you had a very successful year. Maybe not exactly what either of you wanted, but, you know, I, I feel like the, the year all around went pretty fucking well. So how's been, how's post-TI going? Uh, uh, Post-TI's been chill, dude. I've, like, barely done fuck anything. <laughs> Have you been playing at all, or are you just, like, legit full chilling? Uh, I play, like, one pub a day. Barely. Barely? It's like a... It's like a I'm playing it, but I, am I, like, mentally there? I'm not sure. Um, but I've been winning more, actually, playing less. So who knows? Uh, yeah, but no, I, I don't really know the patch. Oh, well. I, I've only been playing, like, maybe two or three uh, ranked games a week. And my MMR is just only going up. The, the grind is not, is not good for my MMR, apparently. I see y'all playing these degen party stacks. <laughs> Dude, they're still degen. Who do you queue into? I don't like. I don't understand who you're like. It has to be bots on the other side. I, I just don't. No. Who is doing these no. five stacks? They, these these are legitimately like seven, eight, nine k uh, player stacks that we get, and we have like some like five, six k players. You know, like maybe a four k player in our stack. It's not. It's like the the upper echelons of like North American party queue. Uh, Yo, the right? NA unranked. The NA unranked is back, dude. You know this is how me and William got to know each other. It was like we used to no. play NA unranked all the time together. And well, I got to know him through like Dota Land, and then he started inviting me to all these like unranked games. Yeah, and that's kind of how we got to know each other. Dude, the West Coast Chinese stacks are fearsome. Back in the day when like Aoi stacks would play, these stacks of five dudes you've never seen before. None of them have ranks. And they all have 45,000 games and they like most broken heroes. They insta pick it all and they're so try hard. Like these stacks are crazy. I don't know if they're still around, but they're like, I don't know, they're freaking sharks in the water. Then, then, then Dude, you they hit are. Them and they're, they're, they're still around. They're still trying just as hard, you know? Like every single, every single draft that they have looks like so well put together. Like, oh man, they've got some six synergy between some heroes. They have no like real weaknesses and stuff. And we've just got some janky ass, like our first two picks are random. Somebody's playing Pudge and we get stomped. <laughs> it, it, it does not feel good. Slacks is like griefing the game half the time and then being passive aggressive the other half, you know? It's, uh, <laughs> it's a wild time out here. Yeah, I see Avery playing like some mid Lich or mid OD half the games, and he's against some some dude with an anime child with their profile picture, and they have forty five thousand <laughs> games of mid, and it's just yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, meanwhile, Quinn, you uh, like I feel like uh, your reaction to Aiden saying like I'm playing like one game a day, <laughs> I feel like that's got to be so foreign to you because you're just the you grind all the time, don't you? 
I mean, not recently. I mean, I haven't played Dota for the last 2.5 weeks. After KL finished, I didn't play a single pub until today. Um, mm-hmm. I went to like Disney with my family and then like uh, just hung out with relatives for Christmas and stuff and then went to uh, London for New Year's. So I haven't, I haven't touched the game. Um, oh, shit. Except for today. I sort of did the same thing after TI2. I didn't touch the game for like two point something weeks. I think that's my new formula. Whenever there's a land and I have the time for it, I don't. I just go full a wall for a while. How was uh, how was Disneyland? It was nice. There's some new rides that I hadn't been on because last time I went was like six, seven years ago or something. The new stuff is actually pretty sick. Like the whole place is like Omega consumerist and kind of like weird and almost cultish slash creepy in a way. But like <laughs> yeah. the the individual components, I feel like it'd be really cool to talk to somebody who like worked there or worked on this stuff. Cause like the actual, the mechanics of things and like how they come up with the ideas for different rides and like the scenery and like the ambiance and stuff like that. Like talking to someone who made that would be so sick. Like if there was a, the people who worked at Disney talking about what happened like backstage, if they weren't under NDA with like the mouse holding them at gunpoint, like it would be so sick. <laughs> You get some of those stories on like uh, on the internet sometimes, like Reddit and stuff like that. People will post like, "Oh yeah, like I I played Gaston for like you know a year, and like here's here's what it's like <laughs> in the underground of Disney." <laughs> and it's just like there can be no trash in anywhere. Everyone has to be happy all the time. Like if you get into some sort of like you know like if some fan is being a little too aggressive or something like you know you have some sort of like password or passcode that you use to another thing and but you have to like endure you know because you have to be happy disney character no matter what they're doing yeah it's yeah. actually absurd working there sounds like hell they sit there at the front of the line and they say how many two go this line how many four go this line how many six go this line like just like Ugh! and there's like music playing and there's children screaming and there's like a karen or two every couple hours it's just like i don't know this is the one in Florida, right? Yeah. yeah. I imagine the one in Florida is worse. It's like, it, you'd think so anyway. Just in terms of, what? you know, like, clientele makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was, how was London then? Aiden, did you go to London? I know uh, there was a group I've of gone before. Uh, I think I know what, it's the William trip, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The William yeah, trip. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a classic, you know? It's like he... Every new friend group that he gets to know, they get to go to London one time. This is second time, though. Oh, it's your second? Damn, you made it longer than I did. I was kicked <laughs> out I've only been on one London trip. Dude, I was I'm only blocked for one. supposed to be his best one. friend. <laughs> dude, we lost. you get for living on the West Coast. Yeah, that's true. Bro, I'm an hour away. What's what's his excuse for me, dude? <laughs> I mean, I mean you're, on, like you're on his team. He, he, maybe, he needs a, maybe he needs a break from you. Maybe he no, needs no, a... he definitely does. <laughs> maybe you need a break from him no i think i give him more shit than he gives me so he definitely Do you beef not really it's more like uh i feel like i'm usually clowning on him a lot and i think he <laughs> i do needs notice breaks that. from that yeah he need i do think he needs breaks from that i see you calling him american saying he eats burgers and whatever all the, all the time no no we do way better jokes than this i know the one time okay so at ti his mom came by our practice room I mean, I thought this was super funny. Maybe it's not at all. And maybe it's mm-hmm. maybe we have to cut this out. But who knows? Anyways, so for the entire time that we're there, like at TI and doing our boot camp, we're just like jokingly, extremely jokingly, just saying, hate Koreans whenever William's around. <laughs> okay. All right. And then like after like enduring this for a month, his mom shows up to our practice room and he like calls out me and Mickey in front of his mom. And we're like acting like, yep. are you, William, what are you saying? Like, we would never say this. Why would we say this? Mm-hmm. This is so inappropriate, William. And his mom 
immediately gets mad at him. And she's like, yeah, William always does this. He makes stuff up. He tries to throw people under the bus. And me and Mick are like, yeah, yeah, William, how dare you, dude? What's wrong with you, man? Why are you like this? And then as dude, soon as his mom that. leaves, as soon as his mom leaves, we're both like, he creeps. <laughs> dude, that's the, that's the side of the story that I've never heard because I, like, I, I have also experienced that where it's him telling his mom like how much I hated her cooking or something like that. You know, oh, really? when she is yeah. a fantastic cook, right? She is. she is very, very good. And she cooks some amazing food for us uh, whenever I go over there. But he's just like, he always said, yeah, mom, he, he fucking hated it. He's, he's just lying to you right now. And he's, his mom is so sweet and so nice. But you actually said you hate Koreans. So, you know, that's... <laughs> we were in California after... Uh... After TI, we were doing like we we're going. Me and Nat were going and doing some uh, some trip through the parks, the national parks mm -hmm. and stuff. And we ended up in California, and so we stayed at um, Will's childhood home where his mom is. And she cooked mm -hmm. us a meal one time. And the first thing she says when I enter the door is, "Oh, it's the enemy." Um, and she like she makes jokes about like poisoning the food and like you know they're they're going back like I'm it's host it's hostile as soon as I walk in. Dude, William's family is great. It's just yeah, she did not poison the, food. the way he did. But she was very, she was very sweet, and the food was great. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I feel like uh, uh, there have been so many Dota players who have stayed at his house at some point in time. You're right; it's like the new friend group, Aiden, where yeah. it's like the London trip, or you get to to stay at his house. You know, remember That's, when we were on a line? Forms a bond, and then you're yeah. you're in there for life. Exactly. <laughs> it's a, it's actually a very sneaky way to achieve lifetime. Uh, colleagues or friends, yeah. Yeah, he knows all the food spots. I'll say that the man's yeah, knowledge of cuisine is crazy. You go to some place, oh yeah, I know this place, and I've been to this place twelve times. Me and the chef, we call each other like you know, homie, and then <laughs> and you get the the inside scoop. He does, he does do the 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 chef flex. You know, he can, yeah. there there is a reason William was once fat for sure. That man, <laughs> that man can eat. That man can eat. <laughs> he knows his food. The eternal battle with the calories. <laughs> All right, so uh, so what'd you do for uh, New Year's then, Aiden? Me? Uh, yeah. We actually hosted a party at our place. Just had a bunch of like uh, my friends and Agnes' friends here from like 3 p.m. and then I think we stayed up till like 6 a.m. So it was a good time. Holy shit! That's playing. a long party. Oh my yeah, gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. We played like some board games during the day. Played some code names. Uh, we, me and Agnes, spent like the entire day before, or 95 percent. The stuff that was done was done by Agnes. All credit mm -hmm. to her. Uh, yeah, she did like cooking. We did like all the cooking, cleaning, whatever the day before. Um, so then, like, yeah, the next day was just a lot of hanging out, a lot of drinking. But I somehow like there's more alcohol in my apartment now than there was before people came. I don't know how. It that's means possible. you have good friends. It means <laughs> <that> everybody <laughs> brought more than their friends. fair share. Yeah. 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 Um. So yeah, that was my New Year's, and then I've just been watching. I've been getting into Heroes Three. I know Quinn's teammates are also into this. Oh shoot, are you grinding so, ranked or what? No, I got into it later. Like, cause so me and Nisha would play like the what do you call it? like the default maps, and then I found out there's like this mod, and like a whole new world opened up. I'm like, holy shit, <laughs> this is like a real game. People actually play this competitively, and it looks skilled when they do it. I'm excited, and then now I've been like watching videos on that. And I am watching a video on that right now. So. Yeah, dude, they, they talk about like Heroes Three tech all the time. They're like, oh, the streamers live. They're right in Discord. Oh, the streamers live. You know, some guy. That, I don't know what his name is. Some like it's boss Lexi. player they always watch. 
Plexi AV. Shout out to him. Is he the boss player? I see. Yeah, I talked to CY like yesterday about this. We watched <laughs> the same dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're, that's, they're somehow like this game more than uh, Dota. At lands, Ace doesn't really play that many pubs. He like... Um, he like nerd stuff in lobbies and like sort of like chills, talks about the game, thinks about the game a lot more than he does play pubs. And like what he's doing in the downtime is they just played Heroes 3. Like our boot camp before TI, it was actually unreal. I think we played more hero they played more Heroes 3 than we did scrims. It was just like scrim ends, they boot up Heroes 3, and they're just like da -da 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 -da. I don't I don't know what the mechanics of this game is because I'm not playing it, but well, they were so playing this is, game constantly. Are you talking about Heroes of Might and Magic 3? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like the one game that's more boomer than Dota. <laughs> I was about to say this is this is an old ass fucking game, dude. The the game is fire. Like I don't know who came up with it. There's just, so there's just like this template that they create like this random map where you have one hero, and essentially you're playing Dota, but like not Dota, but kind of Dota. It's like you're one hero and you build your army and you run around and fuck shit up instead of like having like you know 14 heroes that are like chaining units to each other, which is the way you know I thought the game was played before. And this mode, you have like blink. And you have TP at the start of the game, so it's like fast, you know, like one hour mm. in and out. You play a full game, it's lit. Instead of like whatever before, I think it used to take like forty-seven days or something. Yeah, like a, like yeah, like two weeks. Like you barely get a game in between like birth and death. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So oh, yeah. Wait, well, okay, what is the appeal of this game? What is the appeal of the game? I don't know. Yeah. It's old. Okay, I like all pretty much all boomer games. Like I don't I don't really get into like new games uh, mm. that often. So it's like a boomer game. It's kind of it's turn based. You there's a lot of strategy involved, and then like I feel like the specific template that they play in like pro games is like, like I said, for me at least, it's like kind of similar to Dota or similar enough to where like I feel like a lot of things make sense where they have like objectives. You got to control the map. You gonna all the kind of ways you have to think about Dota apply in the game too. So um, I don't know. It's just fun. I feel like the old thing is very true. Like, they're the, my teammates, at least, I feel like they're, like, nostalgia farming. Like, they're tricking their brain and giving them extra dopamine. Because, like, oh, this game's old. I remember this. I remember this. They just keep saying, oh, I remember that. Oh, look at this. Oh, I remember. Uh. And they're just, like, their brain is just lighting up. If they were in an MRI machine, it would just be a light bulb. Like, because they're, they're, just, they're just tricking their brain into feeding them dopamine. I'm pretty sure that's the reason they like it so much. I don't even know if this game's good. I think if you hadn't, like, heard of this game or, like, tangentially played this game when you were a kid, there's no way it's that enjoyable. But, like, they're just abusing their brain. It's like fucking brain drugs. I mean, all drugs are brain drugs, I guess. But, like, I don't know. <laughs> Optical brain drugs. I mean, it sounds like you need to get into it, Quinn. That way you can be an I feel arbiter. Like Quinn's not boomer can... enough, though. Hmm. Well, that's, what, I mean, that's the whole that point. He's craft, saying it's like nostalgia it's... bait. So he doesn't have the nostalgia, so he can tell you whether or not it's actually a good game. Bro, the game's lit. I don't care what this guy thinks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? No, but Ace is, like, how old? Is CY my age? Is he the same age as Ace? CY is 27, I think. Okay, he's, like, on the edge. But me and Ace the are edge. giga boomers. Yeah, I mean, we're, like, you know, you go to, like, the Liquipedia, you sort it by, like, age. It's me and Ace at the top. You type in always. three. Wait, have you hit the three yet? Uh, next year. Okay. okay. <laughs> all right, all right. You need I'm to calm the fuck down. <laughs> Calling yourself Giga Boomer. You haven't even hit thirty yet, motherfucker. Jesus Bro, Christ. Bro, my Dota, Dota measures. I'm like sixty-five. I'm like a year <laughs> off retirement. You know, like. Yeah. What does that mean? You're a five player. Oh, that's that's right not even true as a five player. I yeah, guess. Puppy's still around. You, you like that? That guy has proven that you could just keep going. He's one of the yeah, only Dota players who's older but than he's me. He's actually good. Oh, okay, okay. It's 
So you, you feel like as soon as you start getting any gray hair, people are going to notice that you're like, shit. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Dude, you know, all the new kids, whenever I meet them at events, they're like, I, th- I asked them, like, do you know how old I am? They're like, yeah, you're like 24. I'm like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the new players are still using like sippy cups. I feel like, I don't know. I looked at Wikipedia one time and I was like, I don't know, checking players. I look at BCM. He was born in like 2005. How is that possible? How was he born in 2005? I don't even, how, like, I don't understand. I know people were having like kids at that point. I thought like the, we were all just it was downhill from there. Like the birth rate just you know did this. <laughs> I guess not. You guys have known each other for a while. When I suggested this podcast, it was like uh, oh like oh yeah like yeah totally. I would be down to do it with Quinn. I'd be down to do it with Aiden. You guys are like oh yeah we know each other so well. So what what is this this uh, <laughs> <laughs> this matchup between Game Gladiators and Liquid across all titles? I mean I think it's a William thing. So. This podcast is like so much about William. I'm coming to realize. No, Unfortunately, yes. most of my life just revolves around him. Uh, but he <laughs> always talks shit with everyone, and then like he sends out his warriors, you know, to fight his battles. I remember he did this one time at Summit, and we had to like play someone, some team in Smash. Get like gone and talked shit, and was like, "I know one can beat my team. You know, they're the best ping pong players in the world." Blah 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 blah. That you know, probably Williams. true. I mean, maybe, 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 but uh. Yeah, so I think somehow, like, you know, we had a lot of major finals where we're losing, and he's sitting there talking to CY, so he has to have somebody to talk about. And he said, yeah, maybe we can't be you guys in Dota, but, you know, across all esports, we would smoke you guys. So there was, like, this idea that we're going to play them in Valorant, we're going to play them in, I don't know, StarCraft, and whatever games both, like, teams kind of play. And then we'll send in our champions and have them duke it out. That that sounds like, actually, some, uh, that sounds like a sick piece of content actually so going across then uh, start with the, the newest game valorant how, how many play how many is it actually a full five-man squad for valorant i mean i think mickey valorant probably six, went isn't it? this six i thought valorant was six i mean I you might be thinking of overwatch crack. maybe maybe i'm wrong let's say either way like uh, i i guess you guys have staff and coaches you have more than five players oh, in, five, either right? way so like who 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 are you putting on your Valorant squad? I mean, I think we just get smoked because Mickey is like by far the best of any of our teams at FPS, so it just doesn't even matter. Like they can Wait, put so that Mickey and then everyone's parents. Too. Yeah, yeah. We, lose, we we just lose FPS. I think. I think okay. FPS is hard. All right. What I about, mean, uh, maybe good, right? maybe we could like I don't is, are, are the rest of you like super bots or are you like okay? I think Boxy is pretty good. Uh, Nisha's okay. I'm like slightly below okay. And then uh, who's our who's our fifth? That's the nicest way I've ever heard described someone describing bad. Well, I'm not I'm not terrible, <laughs> but like, like okay. I'm not a bot. Okay, I'm not a bot, but I'm not I'm, I'm not, not gonna say bot. I'm good. I'm not gonna say I'm good when I have Mickey in my team. That's some and crazy goals, actually. And then he's gonna get to the void. I'm not a bot. I'm not. I'm not a bot. Um, oh yeah, I don't know if Neta's good. And I, I assume Zai wouldn't play, and I assume William would play in CS. And William's terrible, but probably good <laughs> enough to beat Gladiators, yeah. Okay. Alright, so so other esports then, uh, League of Legends? <laughs> I feel like Gaming Gladiators might have a one-up on you there, right? Yeah, well, I think we win, because <laughs> Tofu played like a buttload, he was semi-pro. Oh yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> I, I think League is free. Yeah, League probably. Maybe. Okay. Dude, he was like he was like a maybe. pro at league. Yeah, maybe. Like on a good day, maybe they'd win. I also mm. feel like Anton just like plays it on the side 
casually. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise really. me. Yeah. Like if I look and he has two thousand league games, I'd be like, yeah, that that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> like he just it's just type of thing Anton would do. Yeah. All right. Bo- the boomer game, StarCraft. I mean, William would one v nine. I mean, I, I say I vote coach is not allowed. No, no, no. If you don't know <laughs> William play, why doesn't bring anything William, to the table? No, yo, because he's too. Will is too good at uh, at StarCraft. No, William would literally jump out the window if he didn't get to play in this. This is like, <laughs> he's he's the one who set it all up. He's his dream is to play it's someone true. in StarCraft. He just wants to beat someone's ass in StarCraft. He needs yeah, to beat Game Gladiators. You gotta give this to him, Quinn. <laughs> you gotta give it to him. Dude, him playing me in StarCraft would literally—I mean, it would be so painless. It would—it's like ripping the bandaid off or getting like would shot in the head. The like best? it's just nothing. No, I'm like the worst. I'm sure the On best is probably Ace or something. Ace? How how good do you think he is? Not good enough to beat Will, but I don't—I don't know. But yeah. he, I know that that—that's like his favorite game. Like he—he, he, I think he likes StarCraft more than Dota. He like still watches and stuff, and like he actively follows. I don't know if he okay. watches two or Brood War, but uh, but I think he's probably our best player. I see. But All I mean, right. wasn't Will like top five Korean leaderboard or some crap like this? I mean, if you ask William, he like, you know, beat Flash, beat every <laughs> top tier Korean player. Yeah, and, like, okay, that's fair. There He's was not a, a there was like a, a conspiracy against him, which is the only reason we don't know about him. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I think he was like top one hundred on the Korea leaderboards or something, mm. which is unbelievable. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think probably our second best StarCraft player. I mean, I played season one. I haven't played for years, but back then. I reached like platinum or diamond or wherever mm. the highest thing was. And then I got like, basically they released new brackets that were higher. So they released masters and then I just got dumped into masters and I didn't really touch the game anymore. And just told people I got the masters and then quit. I see. <laughs> if I'm, if I'm yep. keeping track, uh, Liquid is definitely winning so far. What about uh, Tetris? Wait, what are you guys good at, uh, Tetris? Mm, I feel like, I don't know. I need time to warm up. Maybe if we play like Call of Duty or something, since I'm the the American and I played it a bunch like growing up. Maybe I've got you in like Call oh, of Duty. Shit. Okay, okay. Okay. But what do your teammates play? Like, what are they good at other than Dota? I feel like Tofu has like gamer skill at most games. Um, dude, if we played Among Us, I bet I bet we'd win in Among Us. Among Us. Do you That's guys think you would right? win in? In Mafia? Yeah, I was about to say, you you win in Among Us, but are you winning in Mafia? I feel like... I feel like it's close, but I feel like we are. Wait, you think you win in Mafia? Yeah, if you, like, if we run 100 games or something with wait, like, wait, wait, all wait, of us in it. Hold on. Wait, you guys have you? We have me, William, mm-hmm. Jabs? And then oh, Bob. Jab's good. I've never seen uh, him play Mafia. I'd say he's pretty good. He's like the yeah. Wait, does Boxy ever play? Okay. I mean, we have a few bots, but they troll. Like they'll they'll grief you guys. <laughs> like okay. how are you gonna? Celery you played gonna a kill... bunch at Stockholm, and I'm oh, right. pretty Celery sure played. Tofu yeah, played Celery some as well. Played. I've never played with Tofu. I know I played with Celery actually. Oh, maybe, maybe actually. I think Anton Stockholm. was also playing in Stockholm. So we at least have people who have like played the game. That's true. Okay, maybe. Who knows? I'm not sure Do about you think Anton is good at it, though? Mm, I don't remember, honestly. I only played with him like two times, and I wasn't, I wasn't on the team with them at the time, so it's sort of like distant memory. <laughs> All right, well, I guess uh, what are the last games well, we, left? Okay, okay. What about death? this? What about like Nintendo games? You guys have any Nintendo yeah. gamers? I feel like I'd smurf on everyone. Mario Kart? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it depends how much prep time uh, I had. Without prep time, I don't think we would do very well at Nintendo stuff. Okay. No Smashers? I'm not a Smasher. I don't know if any of my team are Smashers, actually. Well, yeah, you, you guys would get whomped um, on that one. What else we got? I mean, Heroes 3, I think Ace would win if we would, were to play that. Yeah, he like plays... They, they, they nerded that game a lot, I think. Yeah. There's that. I feel like we need to come up with some titles, Gladiators win. Rocket League? Mickey is, like, top-ranked, dude. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I think there's no chance on that. I think overall, we're, we're a very specialized team. You know, we play, we play Dota, we play other old such games. They, they're, they're more... It's, we, we've, we've focused. I mean, the Our spread is very weak. Any eSport title, Mickey is, like, top rank. FIFA, top rank. Really? Rocket League, CS. FIFA? Yeah, yeah he's, like, he was, at some point, he was ranked one in Europe in FIFA. What? Yeah. Holy shit. You know, when you guys play, like, Dota and you guys figure out good stuff? Mm-hmm. We're we're playing. You know, you said like this thing about like yeah. As soon as uh, the scrims are done, they went into Heroes Three. That's us every boot camp with some game, but it's just kind of don't know which game it's gonna be. Right, you should get you guys any the, fighting the game. Ludwig game, the Ludwig like uh, world's greatest gamer tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Mickey would, Mickey would probably own. Uh, fighting gamers. I mean, Zai was our fighting gamer. He played Street Fighter. Oh shit! Did he? I didn't know. Yeah. That. Yeah. Like a bit. I was about to say, because if you have a fighting gamer, then you could clean up a number of titles just off of that. But I mean, Zai's not even on your team. Can I sub in? If we're just subbing in my people, can I sub in my brother? He's like the highest rank in Tekken. Let's fucking go. Uh, I mean, I don't know what Neta plays. Actually, I have no idea. I don't know Neta well enough to be able to say what he plays. Neta plays arcade games in Dota. Dude, yeah, Neta would spurf on arcade games. And 1v1 overthrow. That's what I learned. I didn't even know that existed. Dude, who plays we all 1v1 overthrow. overthrow? Yeah, we were getting into an overthrow lobby, and I was like so excited. You know, we're like all five of us are gonna, you know, smurf on some noobs, and then like we're just playing 1v1 against each other because Neta hosted and he only plays the 1v1 mod, and he knew really? like all the secret tech. Dude, he, yeah, him and okay, Nisha also knew some stuff, which he always does somehow, and then like mm-hmm. yeah, Neta was just like, I think it was Luna, and he was like, yeah, the. It's all about the ward meta. And we're, I'm like, meta? What are you talking about? Like, how much do you play this? But yeah, apparently he plays that a shit ton. Dude, Overthrow <laughs> is crazy. There's some mega nerds. They pick, like, Earth Spirit and Void, and they, like, go to the zones, and they, like, kick you out, and they chrono you, like, when you're out of the ring, and they just, like, farm rings, and they do some permastun crap. Dude, there's, there's some people that are crazy at that game. Yep. Yeah, all I've gotten <laughs> from this is uh, Dota players are, are just basically obsessive. Uh, and as soon as they find something that is not Dota that actually holds their attention, they they get really good at it really quickly. I'd say that's pretty true. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was right. really into Warcraft last break. Last time we had a break, I played this one Warcraft map called Civilization Wars, a shit ton two, and I liked it because it was mm. also similar to Dota. Like it had three mm. lanes, and you played yeah, in yeah, each yeah. lane, and it's control map. So you're just playing Dota. I just play weird versions of Dota. Yeah. Wait, did you ever play Heroes of the Storm then? No. Oh, that game's shit. not really like Dota. I thought I thought it was a uh, a fun party party game version of Dota, you know? Cuz like in that game you all share the same experience and stuff like that, so you don't feel as uh you don't feel the burden of of trying to carry as much. At least that was my experience anyway. Yeah, I, I never I played Smite for a sponsored stream one time, but I never played 
Uh, here's the storm. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I ever installed it. No clue. <laughs> when did you do a sponsored stream of Smite? Was that before Gaming Gladiators? Was that the Dark Ages when you were still in North America? Yeah, I think that might have been in the like pre-Sonic or like early Sonic Dark Ages. Mm. Like I gotta get some money. Because I don't think there was any time for it last year, so it had to have been then. Yeah. It was actually somewhat fun, but I have no clue what I was doing. It was I was really bad. All right, you guys have been doing a whole lot of uh, nothing, pretty much, since uh, Kuala Lumpur. And you're going to keep doing nothing, because there's uh, you got BetBoom coming up for the, the new season, but it's qualifiers, and both of you are already invited, right? That's correct. Yeah, uh, so... Is that official? I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're you're not listed okay. in okay. in the uh, in the qualifier, so I would assume so. Okay, okay. Yes, yeah. we are. <laughs> there is one team that is TBD that needs to be invited, unless you're playing oh, it in the open quals, which are right maybe now. It's us. Maybe it's us. maybe it's you. It, oh, no, it's it's well. it is announced. I just checked the Wikipedia. It's announced. Okay. Yeah. We're in. Nice. We're boom. Hey, Wahoo! good job. <laughs> So as a result, you guys don't really have anything going on. Whereas before, I would say there was kind of like this uh, busy work of the DPC that was kind of going on. You kind of like always had to like do a, do a little bit of something. But how do yeah, you feel about the, the, the new upcoming season? Uh, I mean, I like it way more. I feel like this is so much better and I hate it, DPC. Every tournament finishes, you immediately fly back, and then you play the same team. I mean, that's what happened at Lima. We finished the tournament playing Liquid, and then we fly back, and we play Liquid the first match in the DPC, like three days later. Like, what is this? It just devalues the like every match, because the quantity of games between every two teams is too high. So no match like means everything, or anything. It's like defeating Incredibles, if everyone's super, no one will be. It was like that with Buffer Dota. It was, I don't know, not a fan. So I'm hyped. Yeah, and both of you are, are are still going to be. Both of you played during a time where there was, uh, like, there was the qualifier madness, right? With the majors and minors, yeah. where there was like there was always qualifiers you had to play in. So you you yeah, two are invited now, but you also both had to grind qualifiers back in the day, right? Dude, trust me, when you had to play qualifiers, and it was OG, Liquid, Secret, and then there were like two slots every time. That shit was rough. And you know, it was like the only time you ever got to play them was like literally in those qualifiers. So I think the mm -hmm. nice thing about DPC, or the nice thing that it did bring for the Dota ecosystem or whatever, is that I think it al allowed a lot of like newer players to get a lot more matches in with like the more experienced and old school players, which I think helped uh, make the gap closer. Because uh, before, I feel like, at least when we were on Alliance, uh, of course, like Liquids and Secrets and OGs, they never wanted to scrim us because we were too trash. And the only time you could get to play them was literally in the calls. And you basically got whomped 2-0 one time every month. And then, you know, that's it. So, yeah. and that way I think the DPC was like super nice. And the idea of it is like, not bad. But mm. with how it like ended up being, uh, I think at least for, maybe this sounds stupid, but like for those of us who got really deep in tournaments, you ended up having no breaks ever. You're just playing nonstop. And it's it became really really draining and i think like a lot of the games didn't like quinn says like you just didn't feel like they meant anything oh we play gladiators round one okay 
we win or we lose doesn't really change that much. Whereas we just played like the most hype series ever in the final, you know, where we both poured our hearts out. Um, so yeah, I'm. I guess I feel the same. It's kind of nice that it's gone, but I think the idea of it was good. So hopefully, something pops up that can take like fulfill that void. I guess. I think one element that I also think is really fun that we haven't had in a long time is there's way more roster changes with no DPC. And mm -hmm. at one point, it got a bit egregious pre-DPC where it was like incessant, and maybe it reaches that point again. But I think it's kind of fun. Uh, everybody kind of being on their, like, I don't know, Valve likes this everyone being on their toes and super antsy. Like the BO1 at TI still exists, you know? Or maybe it didn't this year. But anyway, up until this year, like they kept it in for a really long time. And so... Like, I don't know, this feeling of, like, everyone's just, people are just getting kicked all the time and players are swapping around. I just think it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch from your, your gaming gladiator's ivory tower. Look down on, on the players trying to scramble to finally find some sort of winning formula. <laughs> I mean, I just think it's exciting, you know? Whenever, like, the shuffle, there's, like, one shuffle a year and the shuffle is like, mm -hmm. oh, the liquid offlaner retired and they got a new offlaner. It's like, okay, yeah, it's like, it's like exciting, you know, but like, it's not the same. It's like, oh, this team kicked two players and they called them trash on Twitter. And like, I don't know. Then it's like, yeah. that's, that's just way more fun. But I think, okay, that actually the second part about calling someone trash on Twitter, I feel like nowadays players show way less personality than in the good old days. You, would you agree with this cap? You boomer ass. Uh, I, okay. Legitimately. I think you guys, I, I, or sorry, you guys, you, you guys, are, I guess, are part of the older group. But I feel like some of the younger generation actually show maybe more personality. They're just nicer people <laughs> I see. than some of the older shitheads like who me. were like really socially inept and didn't know what the fuck they were doing and didn't realize that relationships might have an impact on their career. Uh, so yeah, I think maybe it's uh, a, a a little less entertaining in some ways, but I also think that the new generation of Dota players are also like a little bit more. Um, I don't know. I think they're. I think they understand the game a little bit more. You know, the the social game outside of of Dota. I think they understand. Like, dude. So the ESL uh, Kuala Lumpur, they they did the the flame uh, bit. Where they stand, you, you know, have the, the team stand next to each other. And I don't think any player like really likes doing that. I don't know. Did you guys like doing it? I mean, it's fine. It's not like horribly offensive, but it's definitely not like, I don't know. It's kind of whatever. If I yeah. could vote yes or no, I'd probably say no, but you know. <laughs> Aiden? I, I mean, I feel like I'm, I mean, yeah, it's cringe the way it is now. Like, I, mm -hmm. I feel like it's like kind of, there isn't really, anything to say but i feel like you imagine like doing it with like old eg and og you put them in a room and you like <laughs> you make them say like you like you really get them to say something that shit would make the match like 10 times more exciting yeah and i feel like that's what in some ways like made in my opinion at least like those years of dota so spicy and so fun mm -hmm. was because like it felt like there was a lot on the line and like it was more than just like you win or lose a game like friendships ended you know like people the real there was drama in dota you know in in that way i think it was like i probably helped grow dota the where, where it is like today i think yeah I, I don't think we would have dota the way it is now 
if it was. I mean, when S like, when S four and Fly left, like it was so hype. It was like, holy crap, this is like some real beef. There's like the shoulder check and the glare and all this stuff. Like, like you feel like a relationship is shattered, and it probably did, which is kind of sad. But like, it was also really fun for people to watch. Yeah. <laughs> the, the shoulder check moment lives in my mind constantly because it was such an unreal piece uh, of television. That that like when when you see or like did that just happen like holy shit did, what just happened there that that was that was so insane and you're right that that was a lot of drama I guess when you say older I'm thinking 2013 2014 okay, I wasn't I mean, thinking like the, 2018 the current retired generation you know like the one that just retired kind of yeah yeah or yeah because like, yeah. I I don't yeah I mean I don't know about like the super old school because I was playing a different game at the time sure um. But I do feel like, I mean, at least in my, I don't know, Puppy, you know, Kuro, No-Tail, if you think of them, they're, like, very specific people. Like, I, at least for me, mm. it's, like, I feel like with a lot, like, these, the newer generation, yeah, I mean, people are nicer, and people are better at behaving in social, like, situations, for sure. And there's, like, way less beef and all this stuff. But I think that also leads to, um, I don't know, like, less excitement around maybe roster shuffles and stuff like this and yeah. like it just becomes more you know it's just sports it's just business so the the point that i was trying to make about the the flame thing is that i don't think you guys enjoy doing that and it does yeah. feel a little cringe and a little forced but i think that most of the teams and players actually went along with it pretty well like i think for for what it was like they did a better job than uh, than I would think of, like again, the 2013 Dota players. Like the, the you try and do that with the 2013 Dota players, and it would either get way too bad, and you can't air that on television, or it would be nobody would say anything or have anything to say at all, and nobody would try and buy into it. So I feel like people understand the entertainment aspect of the game, and I feel like players are are, are a little bit more. But you are right; like you, we are missing some of those stronger uh personalities that did naturally i think generate more drama as a result i mean the no-tell seb combo just by itself did so much but you're right there maybe there is something to being a captain that had to go through some of the older years of dota you probably have to be a pretty strong personality uh maybe polarizing in some regards that you like in order to you know gravitate people and get them to buy into like, because like, Curl would not generate entertaining content, but he is a strong personality. Like, that that guy and, like, his ideas and philosophy and stuff like that is just, like, you have to kind of buy in if you're on his team, I think, into, like, his ideals. So, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You're right about that. I mean, that. I just think it's, like, at least for me, I feel like Amar, for example, like, he immediately showed a lot of personality, whether it was, like, good or bad. That's for people to interpret however they want. <laughs> But like, I feel like out of like the new school players, I'm talking to my one of my boomer friends, and I'm like, who do you know like out of like you know gender from COVID forward? It'll always mm -hmm. be MR because they've either like good or bad, they've heard about him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's uh, in some weird way respect worthy, like as a accomplishment because like the only one of the only people that I feel like has stood out in that way. Yeah, there's value in that. He he's yeah. sort of similar to like the old like Kyles and Peters and yeah. like Sumail <laughs> tweeting exactly leave China to me. Yeah. Like it's this very like brash, like I don't care. I'm gonna say and do what I want. Like 
think of it what you will and you know you can think what you will but it's really funny to watch and it like makes for very good content whenever kyle goes on the mic and calls somebody you know or sorry swindle melons goes on the mic and calls somebody trash or you know peter is doing some insane crap like it's just it's just really funny like you will cheer for them to either win or lose like there's Mm -hmm. no like oh yeah you know it's just another game of this and that team you're invested for sure yeah, I, 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 the way I think about Amar is that he is a player that somehow time traveled. Like he, he was in his prime 15 years ago and he just time traveled for because he is like a 2011, 2012 Dota player. Like that is actually who he is. And he's just been thrown into a different world, a different society that, that all of a sudden, like the things that he does now, they're, they're shocking to people. You know, whereas like 10, 15 years ago, that was just the run in the middle Dota player. <laughs> but yeah, Mar- I, I, I mean, so I, I, knowing that, knowing that the like, do you feel like you have like you don't want to generate fake drama, right? But do you Aiden like try and put yourself in the viewer position and try and like, you know, make something a little bit more en- entertaining, give a little bit more odds to the match that you're going to be playing Against gaming I'm, gladiators for the twentieth time. I feel like that's the problem. I'm talking a lot of shit, but I'm not backing mm. it up. You know, like I'm mm. vanilla as shit. I'm just Mr. Nice Guy. I feel like most of the time, at least. Um, but I feel like that's also like it's. I'm too boomer for it. You know, like I've. It's my time to sit back and watch and have opinions. You know, like I just get to tell people what they should be doing, and then you know I live my life however I want to. I feel like that's the boomer privilege. Bro, you're not 57, man. <laughs> Cap, you're talking on, like you out. own like two houses and you're like in whatever the heck your Roth IRA is about to mature. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Let me enjoy like, my this mentality. Hurt, this mentality is just so insane because like you go into like other traditional sports where, yeah. you know, like being 29 <laughs> is perfectly acceptable and you could still have like st- still be looked at as having being young and having ego and trash talking and shit, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, great example being MMA where they're kind of forced to do some sort of trash talking. That's like another one of those like that sport just sets itself up, right? It puts people uh, against each other, glaring at each other and just tries to generate some sort of drama. And then whatever happens, whatever happens, you know, that's what happens. And. I think it does make those moments. And that's why I didn't hate the flame line, right? I didn't hate that concept, even though it was forced and cringe, because at least you get some sort of interaction between the teams. And, like, you let the players generate whatever content they make. They could probably do that better, for sure. But you you do need to have some sort of interaction between the teams, because I, I think you do lose, we're losing a lot of the personality. You're right. Uh, uh, like a lot of the storylines of these matchups. I think there was actually something that ESL did. There, there was there was one thing where in the interview, they interviewed Anton and then somebody from Azure before the final, and they asked them to like, I don't know what they asked them, but they basically asked yeah. them to like flame the other team a little bit. And they played it in the <laughs> pregame video. and. I, I don't know. I, I I was on stage, so the sound is really it's garbled. It's easy three zero. <laughs> yeah, but I remember Anton said some crap, and whoever they interviewed on the other side did too. And I think that's pretty funny. Like if you, the thing is, when people are right next to each other on stage, like they're in a different mindset, and they also, mm-hmm. it's weird. Like you don't want to flame someone face to face because you don't actually have beef. You just want to like say something funny so that like people are like more invested in the match, right? So if you do interviews before the match happens, but like you're inciting some beef, you know, like asking a question to like be. You know, to start some crap. Like then, I think it's kind of funny because people are more inclined to like answer jokingly, and you can tell from like subtext and like you know intonation and stuff that like they're kidding. 
Um, and, you know, you play it on screen before the match and it's funny. Like, I think stuff like that has a lot of value. I actually got to do ours against the uh, against the gladiators, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's also like a wrong choice. I feel like you need to get like some Mickey in there, and then you just ask him to say like profound stuff, and it's like ten times funnier. But I, I, I mean, like, I don't know. I think I thought that was cool too. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what I thought, but I remember hearing it, and the crowd lost it. <laughs> he said something. I think, yeah, I think it was going to be easy three all, and then I remember, like, I uh, on the the ending moments of your guys' final. Sorry, Quinn. The I remember I threw in the line the fucking the the fucking. I remember it was like the Ignis Fadis, I think it was or something. Oh no, it was the Supernova was like on uh, Anton Taraccio. And I said he was blinded, blinded by his hubris of an easy 3 <laughs> You guys get upset. No. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, that, that could. And how did Anton feel about that? Like, obviously, he was sort of asked to play up a little bit. And then now he's getting like he would then get a lot of of hate from people like, oh, you fucking clouds, easy 3 you deserve this. Right. Like. And then, and then there's also the reverse backlash where redditors are then like trying to protect him. You're like, what? ESL shouldn't do that sort of thing. Way to take his words out of con, you know, or trying to manufacture manufacture some drama. Like, what what is your mentality of just like all of that that goes along with it? I feel like it's never actually really hurts to say it in terms of like it doesn't like it doesn't you don't feel hurt because if you lose the finals then you already want to die and like a little extra like you don't even feel it you know like it's some blazing inferno like if they throw like a firecracker into the middle it's like who cares like it's already the whole town on fire so like for me it's like i don't see i don't really see it as being like that painful for like any player because if you if you lose the final then you already want to die so like why not just say it it's like kind of funny and like it adds to it a little bit okay and so you're you're fine with ESL and other tournament organizers trying to like push that? Yeah, I think it's fine. I think it's funny and like uh, adds some value to things that like create storylines. You know, even if people just get a laugh out of it, like at the end of the day, it's what this industry is, right? It's entertainment. So mm-hmm. if people enjoy it, then like if it's not completely egregious, you know, then I think it's funny. Aiden, you don't think it's cringe? Um. I mean, sometimes it's cringe, sometimes it's not. But I think as an idea, it, you know, it can be good. But I feel like with like a lot of these things, it's like, as long as it stays within, you know, what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. But it'll be funny until it's really not funny, you know, or like, it'll usually end like that, I feel like. Yeah. With everything, you can have too much of it. You push it too far. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I got I got one last thing to talk to you guys about. Uh, you guys are both playing in Western Europe, and uh, this year with ESL and Saudi Arabia and everything like that, they're pushing the MENA region, which uh, I think is is pretty interesting uh, because there is actually more than one team uh, that is quite competitive, and that's just the start. Of the region we'll see how it develops um from there and whether other teams end up playing in the uh in the mina region uh but how do you guys feel about it because basically your region kind of got split in half that you were playing in right you're like falcons would have been in western europe dpc if they were a thing last year and uh quest is you know now you no longer have to play them in some of these western european qualifiers it may also mean that you end up getting a lot of slots or, or whatever but how do you guys feel about it as competitors um 
be honest, I haven't really thought about it too much. But I, I guess that's like probably pretty nice for up and coming players more so, like from these regions, I think, that like mm -hmm. it's a bit more split up. And now it's like not seven teams that you have to try to beat in order to get a qualifier slot, but it's just two or three. So in that way, maybe it's like more opportunity arises. But I'm mm -hmm. not sure. I mean, Europe is like, like Europe, the region Europe has always been like so much more than just Europe, I feel like. So in that way, like having it split in, into two, maybe it was like a good way to like keep it progressing. Like, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. I also think there's some added fairness of like, because Europe is so big, like, I don't know, the ping from like a lot of the Middle Eastern countries is like enormous to the Western Europe server. So if you're playing Western Europe and you're not a team that like has enough funds to like bootcamp somewhere in like Western Europe near like the Frankfurt server, like you're going to get screwed like on ping alone. Like it'll, it plays a pretty big impact. And uh, I think it like it's, it's it reminds it's similar to me to like NASA like way back in the day where they played the same qualifier and it was always on East and like the SA players are just playing on a hundred ping or maybe back then the servers were worse and it was like even more than that um, and so I think it's like I don't actually know like the you know the third fourth best team in Mana and I think it's it's cool for them to like get a shot that like you know there's a region that doesn't have like Aiden said there's not like seven teams that are all going to get top 7 at the major so it's like the people you have to beat are like more reasonable you can get top you can get fourth in the qualifier or maybe you can even make it to finals or whatever you know like there's some yeah. there's some room there for like experience and also just like variety i think is decent like uh we just had the same qualifier 100 times in a row with DPC with the same teams so mixing it up a little bit and splitting things up like i think is it's just interesting, nonetheless. I also think it'll be interesting to see if Valve does a mana qualifier for TI or not, because it's mm. very possible that they do not, and it would be quite spicy when that happens. Yeah, I think... Uh, I, I, think... I didn't think about that at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, yeah. yeah. I think your thing about ping is pretty important, because the like there, there, are, there are some players... You know, like uh, Husla, the Mongolian player, right? Yeah. Where he's bounced back and forth between two regions of, like playing for Western Europe and Southeast Asia. Uh, and his like ping is kind of like terrible no matter what. So it is interesting. I don't, I don't know what server they're actually playing on for those regions. It would make sense that they're playing on something that's, uh, you know, not Sweden. I think they play uh, on the Dubai server. But isn't oh, okay. the Dubai one kind of sketchy too? I think we played it for... Yeah. Riyadh, right? Yeah. Riyadh was on Yeah, Dubai there was server, problems. And it was like pretty... Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, I, I had issues during the last qualifier. We'll see if that becomes a thing because that server was definitely really scuffed. There were times yeah. where we'd sit there and like find, like click the find server button and just wait for like half an hour. Yeah. For the talent series, I mean, that's what happened. If anything, it means it'll draw Valve's attention. Like if, if there was ever a Dota event in Australia, then you know they might help out the, <laughs> the Australian players who are complaining about their server all the time. But yeah, I, I was just thinking about like players from like India uh, or Mongolia or like some of those regions, uh, some of those countries, and if like maybe that ends up being better for them, routing, being able to play on the Dubai server, maybe that opens up more opportunities for uh, for a different player base that is maybe underserved. You guys have any opinion about the uh, the other regions uh, changes as a result? Because it seems like we are now combining North and South America and uh, China and Southeast Asia, which if you said that, uh, you know, I don't know, eight years ago, that would seem insane that you would combine two regions that are like the biggest in Dota and just say, oh, you are playing in a qualifier together. Uh, but that's now a thing. 
I feel like the qualifier thing is it's not like that for um it's only like that for Betboom, I think. Um I think if it were for ESL to be really bad, because I think it's not fair to like for instance, like for the Dream League, like China doesn't deserve to split a slot. NISA mm-hmm. you can argue that they deserve to split a slot, but definitely not China C. Um the Betboom thing I think is totally fine because it's not like it's not leading up to anything. It's just a tournament, you know, and they can do whatever the heck sure. they want with their tournament. Um, I also don't think NASA getting one slot based on recent results is like unreasonable. Like they had some really, really bad recent results, both regions. Um, so I don't have issue. And the also like a roar is invited, like and two Chinese teams. So I think for this specific tournament, the both of those splitting a slot is like fine. But I think if for ESL, I would have beef because yeah. it leads to Riyadh, and it's not fair to like cuck a whole like two or four regions like that and like yeah. totally remove the opportunity for them to like get points because you need to play it in like the dream leagues to get points and stuff so you can get invited to riyadh and, you know crap like that yeah you're right both both dream league and esl are doing individual qualifiers for each one of those regions so it seems like they're not going to follow that trend but i was just curious if you guys felt like that's that's something that i mean when you do that sort of thing it opens the door for more invited teams which for some tournament organizers is important right because it means you can guarantee certain teams are at your events and certain teams are frankly worth more than others when it comes to like viewership and you know potentially sponsorship and stuff like that so i remember that was that was one thing with uh <laughs> dude every tournament organizer praise back, back in the day nigma or old team liquid they would just pray that those guys would go far in a tournament because they brought so much viewership with them. It was so much more than like any other team because uh, they would just unlock an entire region of viewers that like probably wouldn't watch otherwise. They would just watch for, for those guys. They would just watch for Kuro and GH and Miracle, and a lot of Miracle fans, right? And they would watch for those guys. Uh, and so as a result, they were a team that was like, very valuable and you wanted them to do well in a tournament uh and you just kind of like rolled the dice and hope you know if that old team liquid or enigma ended up in your finals like oh god bless you know like your viewership just shot up 50k <laughs> yeah that so. was definitely a thing back in the day now it's just people saying let's go Lick. dude your people need to come up with a new <laughs> this graph is like it's beating into so the ground of hearing it he's so tired of hearing it because no matter how many no matter how team. many no matter how many major finals gaming gladiators win, the crowd will always be on our side. Dude, it helps the team y'all are playing it because it's so enraging. It's like, yeah, I'll show you, stupid crowd. And then you like <laughs> put your head down and you play. Like, I, I, everyone I've ever talked to on other teams feels that way. This crap is so annoying, but not annoying. And like, I, I want to like pull my hair out. Annoying and like, fine, I'll show you, stupid crowd. <laughs> You know, Quinn, you gotta you gotta do the the seb, you know, do the the hand behind the ear when they go quiet. I think I did do that in one of the finals. I don't remember which one, but I think I did do it. It was like oh, after actually, one of the games yeah. or something. I, I there was a picture of you doing that somewhere. I think it was at like a TI or something like that. I didn't I do. It. I definitely didn't collapse, do it at TI. There's one of collapse. Collapse did it at Riyadh. Yeah. Uh, after, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it was after they won. Okay. I think I might have done it after game three of... I think I did it after game three of Berlin. Because uh. the crowd was going hog wild because y'all won game two. <laughs> that, that was pretty cold. That was pretty cold, Aiden. 
What was? No matter how many major finals you win, you'll never have more fans than us. God See? damn. Personality. We need it. Start to beat on the it's, podcast. It's, not, it's legacy, weeks, not personality. Later, all right. Two weeks later, we'll be back. And then, you know. My uh, org I mean, is like is for sure, four for months sure. old, bro. No, for sure. I mean, a lot of the people that cheer for Liquid cheer because of Kuro and all of them. For sure. And also, Liquid's just a really old esports brand. There's a yeah. lot of people in Dota followed them because StarCraft or whatever the hell, you know. And I, I've never been that kind of person, but I've talked to a lot of fans. And I always kind of like ask them, you know, how did you, when did you start becoming a fan of that team? There's a fair amount of them that like, yeah, just like one thing happened and they just decide arbitrarily in their brain. They're like, this is my team now, you know, and that happens like with sports all the time. You know, yeah, you just like, isn't that how isn't that how everyone does all this stuff? You just yeah, one you day just, just kind of like arbitrarily like, decide. Hey, yeah, you know, Quinn made a funny Bugatti stream. Uh, I I think I like this guy now, and then that's just you know how it is. And then ten like ten years down the line, you were still a gaming gladiators fan, even though Quinn's no longer on the team, and you've bought a jersey, and that's just like, yeah, it <laughs> it, it, it comes to inception. You know, you you gotta like incept that idea on early. And then these orgs end up, you know, reaping the benefit 5, 10, 15 years down the line. Yeah, I bet there's so many Liquid fans because Bobo like jumped on stage and like ran around and like took his hat oh, off yeah. and stuff. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. Like that, I don't know. <laughs> like even just that series, you know, or like IX Mike thing on the team and like the stupid like IX Mike shirts and the mustache and stuff. Like I, I bet there's like a bunch of like people who are like diehard Liquid fans because of like that mm -hmm. era. Yeah, Aiden, the next time you see Bobo, you'll like slip him like five bucks. Be like, yo, this, Thank you. this is from my paycheck. This, yeah. this is your dues for being a liquid player, building that brand. Yeah. You got to get right. your CEO to send him a thank you. <laughs> you guys got anything else you want to talk about? Uh... I'm going to take that as a no. Because yeah. if you don't have immediately something to talk about, then I think we're good. We, uh, we're. Yeah, we're we're closing in on 60 minutes almost exactly. So we're going to do this again. We're going to do this regularly, but we're not going to promise weekly or bi-weekly. We'll just try and keep this going because uh, you guys obviously have a busy schedule, but not not right now. Because uh, you guys, we should, do, yeah. we should do another one after the calls. Or okay. during you the calls. During the calls? Or after the calls. Because there's two calls after. coming up, right? Yeah. Bedroom Dacha is up first. And then there's like a few day break and then another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And because you guys, when, when, do you, when is the next official match that either one of you guys is going to be playing? I think February? Yeah, it's, it's the actual LAN. It's the actual Dacha LAN. Like in early February. Okay. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah February 4th. All right. Okay. Well, that means we got time to do uh, another podcast. So thanks, everybody, for watching. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to, to keep this uh, consistent thing. Thank you, Aiden. Thank you, Quinn, for agreeing to do a podcast with me. And, it was fun. Uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Bye.